good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us. You might have thought that we did that unintentionally, but let me suggest to you that what you just saw really is an image of life, isn't it? That we wish we could see the whole picture and yet we only see part of it at any given time. And so here we are this morning. We have arrived in the story of God to the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Joshua. And as we were singing those choruses, those hymns this morning, all my life you have been faithful. Anybody want to testify? All my life you have been faithful. Joan and I were in Phoenix, Sun City, Arizona yesterday morning for the funeral of a dear friend, a pastor that we had worked with in the youthful days of our ministry, Dr. Marion McKellips, pastor at Orangewood Church in Phoenix. And uh, he was a unique person. He called me three days before Christmas. We were in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and the economy there was dead. They'd closed the mines, timber industry was dying, and I needed to find a place to serve. And out of the blue, three days before Christmas, he called me and said, I got your name from a guy in Kansas City, and I need a student ministries pastor. If you're interested, send me a resume. So I sent him a resume, and three or four weeks later, he called and said, if you want the job, it's yours. I said, don't you want me to come for an interview? Nope. I know all I need to know about you. I wondered who he'd been talking to. And so Joan and I prayed, and we considered, and we did a little bit of research, and we prayed some more and we accepted. We moved to Phoenix, Arizona, having never been to the church, having never seen or met the pastor. But all our life, he's been faithful. We had six and a half years of wonderful ministry with Marion. Probably no pastor has shaped my theology and philosophy of ministry more than he did. We were on the way back to the land of Pasadena yesterday, six hours across the desert, 360 miles. And I drove until we got gas and we switched drivers there and Joan drove the rest of the, rest of the way home. <clears throat> but in the desert, God came. We'd been having a conversation the night before, and um, there in the cab of our pickup, God came. It's a story that perhaps may be told later, but all my life, God's been faithful. I say that 
to us this morning with gratitude to Pastor Allie and the worship team for the song selection this morning. Be Thou My Vision is my favorite hymn. But as I think about that and how God has been faithful, I say that to you this morning to say, even though we can only see a portion of life and we'd like to see more of it, could we just declare today that God is not only has been faithful, but is faithful and will continue to be faithful? And some of you have been talking to me that you want to pray. Well, I'm, I'm going to announce this. I haven't talked to the church board yet, so I could be in real trouble here. They meet Thursday night, and so if you want to voice your opinion, those folks with a little red stripe on their name tag, <clears throat> just tell them to leave me alone Thursday night. Um, but it seems good to me that we create a prayer room on campus. And I've identified a room, and we're going to set it aside, and it'll be open for you to come and pray in the morning, into the evening, seven days a week. It just seems good to me that in this season, when we can only see part of life, that we pray. That in this season, when it just feels like that the weight of life is sort of crowding in on us and we, we're weary and we're tired and if we could just, as a community, confess, yes, we're tired. We're exhausted, some of us. Some more than others. But that idea that God is with us and is faithful to us sustains us. And so in the next 30 days, we'll have a room ready for prayer. 12, 14 hours a day. I don't know all the details yet, but you go tell those people with the red ribbons, you're with Pastor Joe on this. You won't have to, but it'll be okay if you do. But think about that. For in that statement, all my life you have been with me is hope because that is a witness to what we see in the rearview mirror and it's a description of what we believe for the road that lies ahead. For in the rearview mirror of life, we can see the future in the presence of God. And so I encourage you, I exhort you, I trust in your spirit and my spirit that the God who was with us yesterday on the road back to Pasadena is with us today. Amen. This morning we're moving from Exodus chapter 20 and the Ten Commandments, or as Pastor Brad said to us last week, let's not call them commandments, let's describe them as call. But as we think about them as coal, we come to this day where we read about the passing of the baton of the spiritual and practical leadership of Israel from Moses to Joshua. Transitions always create anxiety. Transitions always create stress. 
Transitions always create more questions than any one person can answer. And transitions come to us at times when we think, how can we be doing this in the midst of all that's going on? And I'm sure in that community of some two and a half to three million Israelites camped in the desert, there were more questions than anyone could answer. But as we come to this passage today, a lot of desert has been covered in Leviticus and Numbers by Moses and the Israelites to bring us to the events that lead to moving into the promised land. And what we read between Exodus 20 